You're listening to Around Comics, episode 107. Chicago, this is Around Comics, a roundtable discussing topics in and around the world of comics. I'm your host, Christopher Neesman, and I'm joined, as always, by the co-host of the show, Mr. Brian Salazar. Hello! And Mr. Tom Caters. No one talk over me. Never step on my line. Tell me what That is going to be a very difficult task today, but I have we utmost, have utmost on confidence. See, look, already, a bunch look. of assholes. We have a bunch of assholes on this panel, so we're going to I prefer cock, talking. thank you. <laughs> we have an oversized panel today. It's uh, Dark Tower has become uh, quite the meeting place on Friday. spot. Friday is the new Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Wednesday was so fucking great. We have uh, um, our new semi-regular, the artist of New X Men, Mister Scotty Young. Give me my pen. Uh, I eat souls <laughs> and beat asses when people try to be the boss of me. Take it easy. <laughs> he, Scotty fought so hard to get that semi-regular tag because as soon as he gets regular. He's gone. He's, like, he's gone. He's gone. I can't, can't do tie it. Tie me down to something yeah. else. I'm like the wind, baby. How can you tie down the wind? How you can't can trap a rainbow. rainbow. Yeah, there was. Can't put a rainbow. We also have uh, <laughs> uh, many times returning guest, our good buddy, the artist of Scar Tissue, Fiendish Fables, and various other books, Mister Dave Wachter or Wachter. Wachter. It's Wachter. Wachter. This fucking <laughs> our great friend. <laughs> Heaven's to Murgatroyd already. They can't even get my name right. <laughs> <laughs> and rounding out the round table, two more of our good friends, the co-host of the comic book queers, Eric and Steve. I'm going to fuck Mark Andreco. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. I'm going to Fuck Tom's girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> even more shocking. Oh. It's like Elseworlds in here. I don't know which one uh, of those is less likely to happen. I'm not sure. Uh, I think I know. Newsarama already broke that story two days ago, and everyone says it sucks. Both of them. You didn't do Mark and Draco right. Oh. Well, everyone, this is one of our Monday news and reviews episodes. And uh, before we dive into the news here, I want to remind everyone that. This episode of Around Comics is sponsored by Borders. To help mice thrive in a world filled with harsh conditions and predatory attacks, the Mouse Guard was formed. In this first volume, Saxon, Kenzie, and Liam are dispatched to find a missing merchant mouse that never arrived at his destination. In doing so, they stumble upon much more than they had bargained for. Get your copy of David Peterson's breakthrough series, Mouse Guard, at your local Borders. Borders is your home for the newest graphic novels, manga, and more. Find a store near you at borderstores.com. And you can also see a preview if you click on the banner that's on our mm-hmm. site. There's an eight-page preview of Mouse Guard if you haven't seen it before. Sweet. Sure. And I think we're going to have uh, David Peterson on sometime in the month so of June. In the so look forward future. to that. Somewhere. In the year <laughs> 2000. Oh. <laughs> I love animals with a thumbs. <laughs> yeah, can, can you not? Yeah. Rodents with swords. It's, it's good really stuff. It's really hard to get a sword into a mouse's fist. 
<laughs> really hard. Tiny little Claymore. Take it from a man. Claymore. I'm all about the Claymore. Around Comics is recorded every Friday at 7 o'clock at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles. It's located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the area, please drop by. Chances are you will sit down at a long plastic table and uh, be ordered to uh, drink beer and talk about comics. Chances are... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. What, now? No one's has any witty comments? I got nothing comments. to say after that. Oh, man, Just whatever. move on, man. <laughs> what? Oh, what? Uh, Sorry, what? And uh, 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 be a hero. We have a new contest. <laughs> or a, our latest contest is uh, to be a hero. hero. Uh, make a donation at heroinitiative.org and send us the email at hero at aroundcomics.com letting us know you did it. Everyone that makes a donation is entered into our drawing that will take place at the end of June. The contest is sponsored by InStockTrades.com. They've included two $50 gift certificates, good for anything, at InStockTrades.com. Uh, first place winner will receive a prize pack, including one-of-a-kind hardcover edition of Jeffrey Brown's I'm Going to Be Small with an au- and an autographed Scotty Young sketchbook. Which is also hardcover. Which is also hardcover and very nice. Uh, um, with a $50 <laughs> InStockTrades.com. It's as rare as grass. Rare, <laughs> rare. And... Uh, Second place will get a $50 uh, gift certificate in stock trades. And we have some other stuff we're going to be Yeah, Mike Norton did a uh, Fallen Sun uh, sketch mm-hmm. cover with uh, Captain America. But Chris Burnham's going to do some Elephant Man stuff for us. So we just got to peg those people down. So and get stuff give a donation at heroinitiative.org. Send us an email at hero at aroundcomics.com. Mm-hmm. And you will be entered into the Hall of Fame of people with generous hearts, which include <laughs> Connor Egan, Fred Walsh, Matt Bell, Trevor Beers, and Simon McDonald. Jonathan the Cursing Pastor Conrad, <laughs> Matt Kramer, and Braxton Harrison. Braxton's such a cool name. <laughs> Hello, Braxton. everybody. I'm Braxton Harrison. Here, when I'm going to go play croquet, me and Buffy are going right now, and then we're going to have a nice round of badminton. No. The, the, ne- the, ne- the next issue of uh, New X Men is going to be uh, penciled, inked, and colored by Braxton Young. Yes, Braxton I'm, changing, Young. I'm changing the fucking name <laughs> with a K. Yep, it's Braxton. 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 Braxton was very that generous was a great with his Braxton, dinner. Braxton, uh, with his donation, that's exactly as, what as I, I know. We talked. Leave else. us a voicemail, Braxton. Call in. Doesn't Braxton have a pretty cool job too. Like? Uh, Braxton, Braxton Wait, listen, is actually. Scotty, listen, what? What? Braxton is a PI. He's also a private <laughs> investigator. He's got a cool name and a cool job. That's oh, wow. we're not making fun of you, dude. But does he have a mustache? He'll never I don't find know. out who's doing yeah. his voice of him, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's not Bra- Sherlock Holmes. And Braxton's wife is a hottie. Oh, uh, I wasn't going to go that's there. That's kind of disturbing. Uh, <laughs> I don't really think you ought to be Well, actually, Dave, after that. you did the, the commission for Braxton... Uh, well, she uh, did pose for me. <laughs> oh. Well. Bra- she finds your costume in the laundry basket. Where's <laughs> 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 there tentacles involved? <laughs> is there any stuff in the news this week about something fucking another thing? <laughs> Probably. I'm maybe. Maybe. I haven't really maybe we well, I tell you what. There. Hey, Tom, let's make some news. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I tell you what. Let's, uh, let's move on to the news. Okay. It is time for Wire to Wire Comic Book News. Wire to Wire Comic Book News. Alright, they're handing out fingers again. Every year they do this. I get the finger all the People time. People are outraged. Mm-hmm. People are getting fingered. It is. Uh, <laughs> I call it finger banged. <laughs> the uh, the annual there. Bill Finger Award is being uh, given out at the Baltimore Comic Con this year, and uh, the uh, the recipients are Gardner Fox and George Gladier. 
Is They're it, both getting finger I think it's bang. Glotter? Glatter? <laughs> Glatter? I don't know how to pronounce it. Well, I know who Gardner Fox is. I have no fucking and, idea. Um, That's my favorite term on the planet. Uh, the, the, the Bill God. Finger Award uh, was instituted in 2005 uh, under the supervision of comic book legend Jerry Robinson, and the awards committee is charged each year with selecting two recipients, one living and one deceased. Oh, oh that just made me realize I don't know which one's dead. Yeah, I was going to say, who's... <laughs> yeah, it's kind of dark. Right. Yeah, it's like a good. dark, dark uh, prize. Yeah. Dark, dark and like, oh, yeah. Well, and then Bill Fig- Finger was, uh, he, he helped Bill create Finger Batman, Batman, but didn't yeah. really get any recognition for mm-hmm. it. So, uh, not not like Bob Kane, who was a better businessman, was able to make a deal. But Bill's got the awards now. He's given the finger to everybody. Else. That's right. That's, yeah. And that, and that is kind of the message of the of the award, is that it is for... Give the finger to the Bob Kane. <laughs> 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 yes, yes, yes. Win this, then go pee on Bob Kane's grave. No, oh. it's a, it is. Oh. Again, folks, very dark, very dark. You, wow. <laughs> All right, you just went too far. <laughs> I think that I, the, the, line, the message of the of the award is that it is uh, for uh, talent deserving of wider recognition. And, and if you are either Gardner Fox or George Glatter, whichever one of you is alive, please give us a call. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll know which one of you to actually hand the award to. <laughs> Sorry. Email us with a big fuck you. <laughs> so we know. I mean, um, no disrespect Fox to, is to the one either. Passed, but I'm, I would it, uh, it would have been great if you could have sent us an email saying I invented superhero teams. So you go fuck yourself. Nice. <laughs> All right. There's gonna be a lot of f bombs on this oh, episode. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, so Fritz Vars are gonna be down at the Heroes Con, which is uh, coming up on the uh, what the 15th through the 18th uh, here next weekend. Who are you looking at? I don't know. Well, Scotty, you're going to be at Heroes, right? Uh, yes. Come. When get, is it? Uh, whenever you say it is, <laughs> but come give me money at it. Okay. Well, uh, someone else that's going to be there is the uh, entire cast of I Fanboy. It's another <laughs> podcast. If you've listened to our show before, they've been on, and they do a, uh, a very entertaining show. Uh, they'll be recording a live show at the Weston Charlotte Hotel right across the street from the convention center. Look for signs in the hotel for the specific room. That's going to be on Friday, June 15th. Uh, doors open at AP. 8 p.m. and the show begins at 8:30 p.m. It's uh, free, and afterwards they're going to be going across the street to the hotel bar to hang out. Never watched a podcast get recorded. I was going to light that up. You really need to go and catch the electricity. Oh, the energy of a bunch of men standing around a set of microphones. 21 gigawatts of energy. I hear they're having jugglers. I, I told Ron that he was crazy for doing a live show at a convention. And he agreed. Scotty, your mission while at Heroes Con is, is to go to the live show Boozing. and yell Beeblebore as loud oh, as you can. Yeah, I'm do it. It's on. It's no, on. No, yell like Ogre from Revenge of the Nerd. Well, gentlemen. No point in hanging around this dump any longer. So anybody going to <laughs> Heroes Con? Actually, that, uh, real, real quick, uh, on the Heroes Con, uh, uh-huh. on a serious note, I will have my new sketchbooks there. and So you really do want yeah. people to give you money? Yeah, yeah, please do come. I d- will have a ton of original art from X-Men and whatever other books and no, covers and, and you'll be doing sketchbooks. Through, right? What's that? You'll be doing sketches? Maybe. Don't, oh, let's not tell them. Let's not going? tell them, but that's sure. a lot of work. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm going to go to Wizard World Philly instead. 
Oh, well. Sell out. No, I'm not. What sort of, what sort of collectible are you getting? Uh... The, uh, the 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 Bob Thor Kane with the Bob uh, Kane hero clicks the, exactly. <laughs> if it's hero clicks, I'm there. Shut up. Oh, oh. It's giant Bob Kane. Harsh as he hero says while he wipes that tear. Yeah, one the single. one Shut single up, tear. So anyway, check out uh, iFanboy, and if you're at Heroes Con on Friday night, check out their live recording. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, the 2007 Harvey Award nominees have been announced. Uh, these are going to. I was totally wrong on that. Uh, on that, the the finger awards. Yeah. Those aren't given out in Baltimore. No. It's the Harvey Awards. Oh, oh no. God. When are the oh, finger awards? The finger awards are, are the, the <laughs> this go kart has totally went off the tracks. <laughs> Shit. So is I don't know. The finger awards are given out sometime. I'll look go it check, up. Go check the website. I'll find out. Uh, but uh, what is given out at the Baltimore Comic Con are the Harvey Awards. I'll do all the And the, those nominees have been uh, have been released. Uh, Want to highlight a few of them? Starting out with the uh, best writer, they have nominated Ed Brubaker for his work on all of them. No, not all of them. Just some uh, a okay, couple. Just uh, just uh, the, the, the man crushes. The best <laughs> the best writer nominees Ooh, are Ed Brubaker, Grant Morrison. Steve Murphy, okay. Don Rosa, uh, William Van Horn, and Brian K. Vaughn. Don Rosa? <laughs> yeah. I see there's Don a write Rosa. in. Is he still doing stuff? <laughs> yeah. all, yeah. all I heard was blah, blah, yep. blah, Brian K. Vaughn. Blah, 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 stuff. Brian Yeah, Uncle Scrooge. Shocker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's still, still going. going. <laughs> oh, I love him. Don Rosa is... He's alive. <laughs> Oh, God. This, this is the worst This show. is the death show. Yeah. Well, Don Rosa doesn't very know dark. if you're alive or not either. It's very dark. Yeah. It's very, very dark. dark. Very dark. Almost midnight so dark. Yeah, yeah. I knew Don yes, Rosa. Maybe 1230. Maybe 1230. <laughs> I, I knew he was alive. Right. I just didn't know he was still alive. Uh, uh, best up. artist nominees. Uh, Brian Freeze, Renee French, Stuart Immerman. Wait, are we reading all of them? Frank Quietly, Don Rosa, and William Don Rosa again. Don Rosa is all over these. That Uncle Scrooge. Are these shit. nominees or winners? These nominees. are nominees. I think oh, wait, there, yes. Stuart Eminem should win. Don Rosa got nominated for Best Cartoonist. No, Frank Quietly. Good stuff. Oh, Stuart Eminem body slams Frank Quietly. Everyone, yeah. calm down. If you have a thought, wait for your turn. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. <laughs> Sorry to talk over your line, Tom. Yeah. Best series, Civil Shut War, 52, <laughs> Necromancer, The Spirit, Wasteland, and uh, best continuing or limited series, Daredevil, you know the Locals, Wars. The Spirit, Umbra, or uh, The Walt. Are named Disney in honor of the late Harvey stories. Kurtzman? Were you aware Shut of that? Up. <laughs> Don't talk over each other. I just want to say I feel kind of bad now that we've joked about uh, dead people. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of them? Yeah, I know. And, but oh, not, only joked, two, not only joked, it was like, three. oh, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> dead dude. I feel kind of bad now. Like, I have a sudden, uh, like, guilt, like, five minutes you later. You actually look like it. Yeah, don't You're I little, feel bad? Yeah. Well, calling living people dead. Also, yeah. I mean, when you yeah. factor that in, yeah. Yeah. their egos probably not huge when they hear that. Like, oh, that's not going to hear. Don Rosa is not listening to our podcast. Uh, how you do you know? Surprised. He could be from the ether. He's collecting. He's going to. Last sell time it. we oh, said that, that right. Nicola Scott sent us an email like this the next true. day. Well, we apologize to all living and dead people. I who love Uncle Scrooge. On this episode. Oh, talking about dead people, Charles Nelson Riley. Yeah. Oh, he died. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought. I thought. I I had thought for the past like four or five years that he was dead. See, now he's. Right Eric, Eric actually found out that he was still living <laughs> and told me about well, it. He, yeah, he w- had that he was great just on episode uh, of the X Files years I, ago. Yeah. I yeah. am yeah. blanked. Oh no, he was on. Uh, I just watched a rerun of uh, Darman and Greg. He was on. Yeah, that was a rerun though. Oh yeah. Well, Darman and Greg. Are we really talking about Charles Nelson Riley? 
Was either that dead. or read all the nominees for best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nominees for best. Ding 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 ding. Credits page best person. Dead guy putting out work. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So anyway, Kurt Cobain. Dun dun dun. dun. <laughs> so for a full list of the Harvey nominees, you can go to AroundComics.com or uh, ComicBookResources.com. Uh, they have uh, finally settled on a name for the champions. Yeah, so champions. Mm-hmm. They're the not the champions. It is not the champions. We are yeah. not the champions. The order. The order. Did they do that already? God. Hmm? They had to find something. They already had the order. What's? They did. Yeah. What was the order? The The defenders. defenders. Yeah. Oh. Well. Champions, Defenders, Order, whatever. It's a bunch of B-list, nobody well, see, now, now they're keeping the trademark for the Order Sorry. like they didn't yeah. keep with the Champions. They could, who drew that cover? Avengers? Uh, uh, Barry Kitson. There you go. So, really? Matt Fraction's new series He's coming out in July will now be called The Order. Check it out. Anything that uh, Matt's been doing... Gold. Gold. Like Gold. Like he does nothing bad. Uh, he hasn't done a book yet that has been bad. That's an interesting concept, too. So yeah, it's different. Something a little different. Something totally, yeah. That Which Matt Fraction oh, brings. Okay. Does, so yeah, no question. He brings the yes, different. Fraction fans? He brings the different. Fraction? Matt Fraction? I'm not a fan of fractions. <laughs> I don't like not math in general, fraction. actually. Yes, the, not well, math. I like yeah. the denominator, but I don't like anything above the line. I'm s- I, don't I was told there'd be no math. And new in the news is a, a possible film in the works about William Gaines. So EC Comics, yep. uh, Mad Magazine, Mad Magazine, William Gaines. They've uh, sold the life rights, I guess mm-hmm. they call it. William Gaines, one of the uh, I think <laughs> giants of, of comics history. Uh, yes, absolutely, a pioneer of uh, of early comics. And uh, when we were talking with Russ Manning mm-hmm. before, uh, not Russ, Russ Manning, Cock- Russ Cock- Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had done the Comics 101 on, on EC Comics. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, it's such an interesting story that uh, of his life and, and the and the things that he went through and reluctantly, and just the history of you know, comics didn't didn't want to be in comics. Came in very yeah. reluctantly. Yeah, he was and, uh, wanted became, to be a science yeah. teacher or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't I don't mean to kiss your guys' ass too much, you know, like I did before we started recording. But <laughs> that 101 was a great episode. I didn't know anything about Russ before that, so one of my one of my favorites. Sounded a bang up. I didn't either. I didn't really know much mm-hmm. about. Uh, no one but did. Yeah, yeah. We we made up most of it, which is the best part. <laughs> which is good. Yes. And now no it's been retconned into history. Yeah, <laughs> it's, been, it's officially Wikipedia. You so got it. Canon. Uh, something else you can find on Wikipedia is stuff about Jim Shooter and Valiant. But Jim Shooter's coming back and writing new stuff for Harbinger for the uh, for the hardcover release of, of Harbinger. You see uh, that, uh, yeah, that Valiant is is releasing uh, some of that stuff is in hardcover. Still wearing that slick back, sexy ponytail. No, he's got <laughs> no, the ponytail. No, no, no ponytail. It. But he is still a mountain of a man. <laughs> he yes. is Jim Shooter. It's at a, big, at a con. Big. You will see Jim Shooter. It's all for all of the old Valiant Entertainment fans. Look for the 192-page, a full-color hardcover that has a suggested retail price of 24.95. Yes. Uh, some news from uh, Stan Lee, Pal Entertainment, and Disney. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Only Scott. Oh, wow. I, thought, I thought we were redoing it. <laughs> Shorten it up. Yeah. 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 yeah, fuck him. Ha ha. Funny. Stan Lee's Pow Entertainment has signed an exclusive multi year first look deal with uh, Disney. So Disney. 
I was yeah, kidding, by the way. Are, don't I don't fuck Stanley. He's what, a cool guy. Oh, uh, <laughs> just oh, that pella you have of him. <laughs> what does that? So anything he does, they have the opportunity to I, any, pounce any, on it first. Well, it, it well, says that uh, that that pal has <laughs> 20, they have twenty licensed characters. They're uh, looking at developing uh, another forty, <laughs> and I believe that Disney has a first look right to uh, do whatever they want. Oh, so Disney gets Nitro G. Yes. By sign. Yes. You know, sometimes yeah. uh, sometimes in first look deals, they'll uh, companies will want first de- first look deals so they can just keep other companies from doing from signing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They'll oh, just absolutely. snatch on and say, "Oh, yeah, we'll we give got you the this. money." Well, yeah, yeah, we'll give you the, you know, cuz the money that they're going to be they they they're buying it, but they're not it's you know it's, it's option like money yeah and it's, it's not like oh here's a you know here's million billions dollars, of dollars right. yeah it's well we'll give you this little money so nobody else can make it for so this so Lion years. King three with Stripperella is not a guarantee <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no but the Hunchback and Stripperella <laughs> it's on <laughs> green you are my light. one defender well good for Kunama. Stan well it's it, it, it's it's nice that it's nice that that Stan is still doing stuff and it's cool that you know Disney do you think this is like that. well yeah I was gonna, do you think this is like sort of a first step at Disney to try and like do more comic book kind of stuff at all? I wouldn't I say mean, they've never step. really... Yeah, they have those... Well, I mean like superhero. No, no, I know, but yeah. I'm saying like superhero mainstream comic Which book stuff. Which wasn't one of the... the Mickey Mouse and... Does Stanley well, do a lot wasn't of... Wasn't one of those live action... Well, no, but no. no matter what, if you're starting... If you if you were going to start a superhero comic book company and you have the name Stan Lee attached to it, yeah. it doesn't hurt. One Regardless of what we in the yeah. industry or we around the industry yeah. may think of Stan Lee yeah. and his production in the yeah. last, you know, whatever many years, however many years, Disney did Sky oh, High. I, I'm just that, that's what I thought. Yeah, Disney yeah. did Sky High. They're already no, in the superhero game, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Incredibles! When I one of the best superhero movies ever. Was it Disney? What's, what's yeah, Disney's motivation behind it? So. Which is technically Pixar, yeah. and then they sell that to Disney or distribute. They distribute. Well, talking about uh, um, mice, mice, <laughs> and men. Hey, everybody! <laughs> Does that sound like Mickey? I don't even know. Oh, I don't know. Oh, never oh, 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 everybody! But Mouse Guard was uh, was definitely the surprise hit of 2006, and with the hardcover coming out to a lot of anticipation, NPR named it as one of their summer reading titles. So when we interview David Peterson, I'll finally be Terry Gross in our internet rivalry. Look it up on Wikipedia. It's funnier the first time. <laughs> no, it wasn't. The second time was awesome, buddy. I got your back, buddy. The bomb. <laughs> well, hey, let's read off the Harvey nominees for best inker then. <laughs> I also uh, want to know on uh, on on NPR's uh, summer reading list they also uh, listed Phonogram. So if you haven't checked out Mouse Guard or Phonogram, uh, NPR says that you should. They've been uh, NPR's done a few things. I've seen them when they talked about uh, the American Way. Yeah, because he's been on NPR a lot. John Ridley, yeah. Yeah, John Ridley, he talks on NPR a lot. So they, they, they've been dabbling in it. They've been dabbling, they're down with us. Mm -hmm. They did a great... They're cool. They did a great piece on Why the Last Man with My Alternate Reality Husband, Brian K. Vaughn. So great. Let's give an around comics chest bump to NPR. Mm. Yeah. 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 Pound it. Ooh, Ooh, Terry. All right. uh, You guys, uh, (laughs) Moonstone, which is actually a local publisher. They're, uh, what, Chicago Southside? 
sure. Yes. South Suburbs. Uh, they are coming out Peoria. with a uh, with a couple prose uh, collections of some uh, golden age heroes. They have the Phantom and Doc Savage. They have uh, two collections coming out. Uh, the Phantom Chronicles is a limited edition hardcover. It is the first ever collection of short prose stories featuring the Phantom. There's it's an exclamation mm-hmm. mark at the end. You should read that with more emphasis. The <laughs> Phantom! Yep. It is uh, going to retail yeah. for forty six ninety nine. I also want to wow. uh, uh, make a, a special note that former uh, guest and uh, friend of the program, Mr. Mike Oliveri, Bram Stoker Award winner, is uh, contributing to the Phantom Chronicles. So if you, uh, you're a fan of the Phantom, fan of Mike's and his Werewolves Call of the Wild series, you may want to check that out. Good job, Mike. Way to go, Mike. We love you. Mm-hmm. Love uh, your manly manliness. The <laughs> Elephant Men are going to war in Elephant <laughs> Men War Toys. It's going to be a uh, three-issue limited series. It's uh, coming out from Image Comics. The last story of Mappo. Yes. It's, uh, would this be... No, Elephant Man is the pre-story to Hip Flask. Yes, Elephant Man is the pre-story of Hip Flask, and this would be before that. So, yeah, this is the prequel. They just keep going backwards. Damn George Lucas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw some. Uh, uh, pre- George Lucas. So, <laughs> saw some previews of uh, the covers over at the uh, the image boards. Uh, Richard Starkings had posted them, and it's uh, more uh, Woodrone covers, and they look absolutely gorgeous. So, if you're a fan of uh, the Elephant Man or Hip Flask, look for uh, this limited series uh, from Image Comics. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, Tom will probably like this because a little a uh, little foreshadowing for uh, later in the show. Uh, my hand before. Oh, spoiler! That's a spoiler on a spoiler. Uh, for fans of X-Men's First Class, Marvel has announced that it is going to be an ongoing series. So it's leaving the realm of the limited series, and it's going to be a continuing. I'll show you my license, but i got to take away from speed. This is where people say, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> were we talking? What were we talking about? <laughs> X-Men First Class. Yeah. Oh, it's be yeah. It's going series. They didn't wear those costumes, damn it. I was just thinking how pissed John Byrne has to be about this. Why? Oh, what isn't he pissed about? Yeah. <laughs> why would Come he on. be pissed? Come on. Because that's it's essentially that's one of the big reasons years. why he won't do work for Marvel anymore is because they canceled uh, X-Men oh, The Hidden Years. You're speaking out of turn. That's, uh, I don't believe he's ever come out and said that. Uh, that's assumed. And you're putting words in the man's mouth. Wow. That's why he gets a bad reputation? People like you. No. <laughs> Better putting no. words. Leave it alone. Something else. Sal's a mean oh. drunk. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> because uh, obviously it hidden your sold so well that it kept going forever. Ouch. Ooh. Well, no, it's just like when people bitch, that we were talking about earlier, when people bitch about, oh, I only read the Adam if Ray Palmer's right. in it. Well, you and 20 other people, because that book gets canceled every time. Or New Warriors. Yeah, or yeah. New Warriors, yeah. Scotty so, fucked up New Warriors. Yeah, yeah. I did, I destroyed that series. That, that I'm, you know, iconic Marvel series. didn't have anything to do with it. I know there's it was just number, me and Zeb. You know, it, if you had had the skateboard in it, would have been okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. If you weren't drawing it, I would have read it. Movie oh. news! Oh. Hell no! That's fucked up. You go take That's that? That's not right. Take that. I fucked up. It's over the line. <laughs> wow. Movie news. Very dark. Very dark in here. Uh, 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 reported ICV two uh, notes that uh, they may, there may be an animated feature that's being shopped around uh, about Hellboy, Mike Mignola, uh, an ongoing regular animated feature possible. 
Mm-hmm. So it's more of a rumor than a necessarily hard fact. So it's fact. an ongoing animated feature. Yes. Rumor. As opposed to like a direct-to-DVD or, uh, you know, so one it's shot. A s- it it's a like series. A okay. series. Okay. Ongoing this series. is a, what we call an ongoing rumor. <laughs> ongoing rumor. Yeah. Uh, Frank Miller was talking uh, He's quoted on MTV uh, Talking about the third Sin City Even though the second one hasn't even started production yet uh, Aiming for uh, Helen back With Johnny Depp as hallucinating artist Wallace mm-hmm. So you know, I think Frank Miller can pretty much do anything In Hollywood he wants at this point It's always nice though that we start talking about a couple movies ahead Yeah well you know, I, you It's nice get to see the, the comic book mentality is bleeding over Into <laughs> movies now <laughs> I want a preview yeah. Six, that. seven yeah. years yeah. from they're, now They're announcing it I can't wait until we have to buy our tickets. They got a poster for it now. Um, according to according to Variety, the <laughs> MMORPG, uh, whatever that stands for. Massively multiplayer... Online role-playing game. Yes. Uh, is being adapted for either... Uh, Hero, City of Heroes is being adapted for either the big or small screen, one or the other, Why? by uh, producer Tom DeSanto. Uh, I guess because the game is so popular <laughs> that they're going to make a TV show or a movie about But isn't that, that game, the whole purpose of it is that you create your own hero, therefore, who's going to be in the fucking show? I think that's it'll be a, Maybe it'll be a reality TV show. Who wants to be in the city of heroes? Yeah, exactly. It's another example of these TV and movie Jim executives not really understanding the material that they're mm-hmm. taking from. They don't understand why yeah. it's popular. They don't care. Like, we'll make something out of that, and we'll take everything that's good about well, it. No, it. Here's, here's what it is, right? Comic heroes is a really good show, and it's doing well. We Let's can do find City of Heroes. <laughs> We're going to come out with a show called World of Warcraft. <laughs> With lots of maps. <coughs> well, Thundercats Ho. Oh. Thunder. Thunder. <laughs> Thundercats Ho. Dun, da, da, wow. Dun, da, da. Wow. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Warner Brothers has optioned the toy franchise <laughs> script. All that's old is new again, as Variety reports that Warner Brothers has optioned a script from the first-time feature screenwriter Paul. Why they're making a big deal? He's a first, first-time yeah, feature screenwriter. He's that. never done anything before. Why? why also, big deal? every news item I've I've seen about this mentions mm-hmm. that it's the first time he sold a script to Hollywood. Yay! Wait. Yeah. Way to go, this Paul. This kid just got his license. Awesome. <laughs> He's driving on the road. Do you feel safe? <laughs> so whether, whether this is going to be a live or animated feature remains to be seen, but fans of Thundercats, which it's the weirdest. I keep seeing, like, Thundercats stickers on yeah. cars. I worked it's on the uh, designs for uh, uh, DDP. Yeah. The brand list. Didn't Actually, they, I, I, uh, the last news item I read is it's going to be CGI. Oh. Okay. I can see that maybe. I want live action, man. I want to. See I, I would love a live action. <laughs> that would be, yeah. Movie. That would like be bad awesome. costumes and yes, real, you know, bad makeup. Yeah. Silver Hawks is next. Ooh, all yes. they need then is a little the tiger sharks. All they need Ooh, is a little oh, music. Street frogs cats. too. You've got to be careful. Nice. I didn't hear you. A little bit of music and it's cats. You've got to be really careful. Hey, but it'll be really popular. <laughs> all right, that'll take care of our wire to wire comic book news. We'll talk about uh, a couple ways you can interact with the show. One of them is. Is the hotline uh, 1-888-65-GCAST <clears throat> Give us a call, leave us a voicemail We'll play it on the show Just like this one Hello Round Comics This is Mario I was just calling in to uh, just let you guys know That you've been doing a fantastic job Yeah, um, wait till you hear this good one. to have Scotty on the show With his uh, His Beetle Borp Or whatever the hell he says Every <laughs> two seconds Um 
but uh, I also, you know, wanted to call him and let you know, for, let, uh, thank you for turning me on to Nymphet. While I haven't picked it up yet, I will be sure to. Because any, any comic that has a girl that has a sign that says, what was it that Zal said, um, I hope... I hope for you to ejaculate in me. That's 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 comics gold. I was just that's, that's reading Eisner it. Award worthy. I didn't make that right up. There. So uh, wait, there's a sound clip that's that Thanks again. Uh, you know, good job. Well, episode. Comedy, Keep it up, and uh, I'll stay listening. So, uh, old Bart. <laughs> Scotty, you're starting a uh, cult a revolution, yeah, baby. Something. I believe that it's uh, Mario, uh, now famous, infamous, well known for being on Beauty and the Geek. I think that's I think that's the same oh. Mario. Mario Muscar, 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 Muscar. Did you watch Beauty and the Geek? I didn't. Who would? Come on. Yeah, that was Mario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched football. You know what <laughs> well, was interesting when we were down at Cape? They had these like. <laughs> Cute little hot girls, and obviously their voodoo didn't work on us. But they were, they were like, <laughs> oh, they were around, and they're yeah. like, we're looking for geeks, blah blah blah. And it, I don't know why it took me this long to piece together, but what they were really interested in is trolling for geeks at a comic convention. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're auditioning. Two and two yeah, together, right. and um, I was all like. What you need is Beauty and the Geeks for fags. That's what you need. Blah blah blah. And I was like all up in her face, and she's like, it's not a dating show, and. So yeah, you can be on, but they didn't ask us. Yeah, and what what would that show turn into if all the geeks started fucking each other? It would be nowhere. It, it, it would be that porn you read it last week, actually. Actually, a little nerds. Hey, nerd love. So anyway, Mario, thank you so much for sending that in, and uh, for anyone else out there, please. We love the voicemails. Love, love to hear it. from you guys. All right, uh, I believe that means it is time for top of the stack. Go. Oh. <laughs> top, top of the, stack. of the stack. That's right, it's time for Top of the Stack, our chance to let you, the listener, know what we, the panel, have been reading for the last I week. I don't even care about comics. Scotty's got me so down on comics now, I don't even want to read comic books anymore. Don't say that, because just, people just, on your show. No, I'm just kidding. People on your show already think, <laughs> listeners on your show already think that I actually don't like comic books, which I love comic books. And Scotty's here in like the nerdiest shirt out of all of us. Yeah. Except you, you're pretty fucking nerdy. <laughs> but uh, I, I love comic books. I just don't read a ton of them, and I'm making up for it. But don't yeah, say I got seen, you down on comic books. You should have seen the stack of trades. Scott. How many did I buy? Like twelve. Like, yeah, it was a huge. Twelve stack trades, of trades today, and then he's asking for more. Yeah, you're. And I ordered. I'm just uh, I think I ordered nine. Wow. I bought 12 today. You're a nerd. Yeah, and I'm loaded. Did you get that? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not. Did you get that Josie and the Pussycats trade you were looking at? Oh, damn. I should buy I will buy that one. Then. Hey, Tom. Go ahead. Yeah? What's your top of the stack? Uh, my top of the stack is something that came out a couple weeks ago, actually. It's what? X-Men First Class Special, uh, written by Jeff Parker, uh, featuring art by... Uh, Kevin Nolan, uh, Nick Dragata, with inks by Mike Alred and colors by Laura Alred. It's got uh, various stories in it. It's also got Paul Smith art. It has Colleen Coover, also doing some uh, cartoonish style. Madman Mike Alred? Yes. Did the inks on it? Yeah. Wow. It looks like his art. Like his art. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Uh, what I enjoyed the most about I hate the X Men. Uh, <laughs> I do. I, I I know it's supposed I to be so opera, but I, I often find myself, as Steve said to me earlier, being a straight white man. Yeah. Um, between Which the you ages are. of eighteen and thirty-five, I have a hard time identifying sometimes with people that are being persecuted. <laughs> uh, so I read it. I, I, you know, I'm thirty-six. What does that mean? 
You're old. Means, you, really means you're right. old. Uh, what I enjoyed about this book is that the way Parker has written it, and uh, the way the art, the way the art is, <laughs> yeah, half uh, the, and the way the art is, is there's room for the sort of X-Men angst, but also room for humor in the story. There isn't, uh, there isn't so much like, oh, I look like a demon, but I believe in God type sadness, <laughs> you know, always around, yeah. I think a lot of the X-Men books sort of drowned in sometimes. It's a little too heavy. It reminds me a lot of the Claremont uh, New Mutants back in the day, which Fun, I thought were great yeah, books great where stuff. they had room for humor and they had room for well, the even, more... Even the Claremont Burn, you know, Uncanny X-Men, you know, wasn't yeah. always about the struggle and the No, but you're not you know going mean? to find this type of feeling in any right, of the X-Books, right. I think. So, sorry, Scott. The new X Men. Yeah, I don't think he touched your what? I touched your balls. To me, this it's funny because it's almost taking it back to the old characters. I know to a lot of people probably isn't appealing because the original X Men weren't actually the more most popular version X-Men. of the X-Men. And even though we it's ripped on favorite. Stan even though we ripped yeah. on Stan Lee earlier for not having any original ideas in like thirty years, yeah. this was a really good one in nineteen sixty three. And it's still really good yeah. because people go back to it. My only major mm-hmm. criticism is they have like um encyclopedia entries about the original X-Men in the back. I find it unnecessary to list that all of their first appearances were in X-Men Volume 1, Number 1, 1963. <laughs> if all five of them, if all of them well, did. The, yeah. Yeah. the original. Yeah, you don't need you don't, don't do, say do that over for over all of them, again. please. Yeah. Though I find um, uh, Iceman's charisma is a 20. I'm Ooh. kidding. <laughs> I, I'm joking. He's finding and, and now, uh, die. As, as we uh, talked about earlier, the, that's going to be an ongoing. Yeah. Uh, the the. Uh, so I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick up the hardcover of the first eight issues because uh, I loved Parker's stuff on Agents of Atlas. Yeah. And this had very much the same feel to it. So. And, and he and, and caters is rich beyond. Oh. I'm wealthy. Wealthy. Um, Beverly Hillbillies has nothing on him. Ooh. I found oil. <laughs> Black gold in Logan Square. Texas tea. Yeah, I found uh, Mr. Young, what is your oh, well, topic? <laughs> <laughs> um, you gotta move it along, right, Tom? Yeah. It's enough yeah. funny, man. My uh, Mine is obviously, uh, as it always is, not new. Uh, but last night I started reading uh, the first trade of Preacher. Yeah, and yeah. so I, yeah, I think I got a wow. th- <laughs> round of wow. I'm the shit, I guess. Um, but I'm yeah, the shit for reading it. Just let me be. Um, but I think I got two words like about halfway through the first trade, and I, I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm very intrigued. You know, I want to see what happens, and uh, I love the art. It was a Dylan, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's fantastic. Oh, it kicks ass. Yeah, yes. very cool. I like. Um, uh, you know the characters are definitely distinct and from you know very distinctive from each other and I don't know I, I'm really into it so far I I could I don't know that much about it everybody else knows the huge history of it so <laughs> I'm brand new so I always feel like top of the stack I'm like I should I don't need to say anything because everybody else has already read everything you know, I've read what I what I would have to say about preacher though is it's still my favorite NS um, work because I feel like everything he's done since then including like the boys and everything has Tried always be been that. a bit of a parody yeah, of kind something of a derivative of right. and that it was sort of the original like purist and vision. everybody keeps saying this is going to be his next 
preacher. Yeah. No, it wow. actually says the tagline for boys was, we're going to out-preacher. Out preacher. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and nah. it doesn't. I well, mean, I just, great, I, I, everybody has always said, everybody always said to me, you know, again, because I, I had a drought of not reading books, so I've, you know, I've asked you guys and yeah. asked people like, oh, what should I read? And I've, I've read through some wise and like those. So, uh, and I heard, you know, we talked earlier about, um, they might make an HBO show out of it. Mm-hmm. And any time yeah. that they're going to make a movie out of a book, I always rush out. I want to read the book first because then I'm never disappointed with whatever. Yeah, because I'm like, everybody always gets mad like, oh, they didn't put that in the Harry Potter movie. Well, I don't care because I already got the information. So it's all bonus to me, you know. So sure. uh, that's I, I wanted to read Preacher before I got any kind of cut version of it or modernized version of it and uh, I'm really enjoying it so far so that's my top of the stack well I'm with you I just read it last year yeah and uh, I read it over the course of about six seven months and uh, yeah love it it's Enjoy outstanding it. sweet outstanding. well yeah, I look forward to getting more into it and uh, uh, what everybody used to say to me now I'm going to say to you I like to hear what you have to say about it when you're done too I like to see it. we'll have a conversation thing uh, overall the whole story yeah I'm, I'm excited to get into it I like the I think it started off uh, with giving you enough information but also not giving you very much either to to really go hey there's a lot coming here mm-hmm. you know there's a lot to get into and I also think that it feels so far you know like I said I'm only halfway through the first trade but I think it also feels like um, it's the kind of book I like where it doesn't every issue doesn't feel like it's here okay it stops formulaic or, yeah and or, then okay then we jump back in there's kind of a story it really just feels like in trade format I'm just reading one giant story yeah. there doesn't feel like there's really any breaks that was one uh, of the few I kind of came late the preacher too I didn't start reading it until about four or five years ago right and it was one of the, it was one of the few books I picked it up all in trade and it was like every time I finished reading a trade I ran to the store and to get the, next, the next I couldn't stop reading. Well, was, that's why know. I was kind of mad because I'm halfway through this one. I know I'm going to finish it probably tonight and I was going to buy all of them <laughs> here today and there's none. So and now I'm feeling like, what am I going to do? Well, yeah, it's it's a really great, great series by Venus and probably his best stuff ever. Although, I'm a huge fan of his Punisher work. I think he's... he's Alright, Eric... What is your top of the stack? Well, my top of the stack is actually my bottom of the stack. Ooh, bottom. You got a Ooh, hater bottom. on the show. I guess we know what hater. you're buttered on. Oh. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. It's about 1993, guys. Come on. Seriously. Me. That's all I know. This you guys are like the X-Men. Brian Michael Bandis. The problem I have with, I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about Illuminati, the oh. new Avengers Illuminati. Really? And it's, it's sort of like Bendis jerking off in your face with what he constantly does, which is the retcon. And then doesn't give you a towel afterwards. Oh, no. Oh, well, we can kiss our interview with Bendis goodbye. <laughs> Damn. But, I, you know, there's actually, just, just to save this a little bit, there's there's a lot of Bendis stuff I enjoy, but, but when he retcons it, anything, it, it it's always we. I, I had a problem with the Sentry for this reason, but, but whatever. The thing about the new Avengers Illuminati is that it's a series where he'll take these major events that happen in the Marvel Universe and pull in this group of characters like Reed Richards, Doctor Strange, Iron Man, Black Bolt, Xavier, Namor. I just, just listed like all of them. Yeah, just, just like, just like that. that. For example, <laughs> so, um, so the the thing is, you've got you've got this group of characters, and and he'll show how they intercede in these major events and and effectively retcon. Well, in in issue number three, he took the the most agonizingly painful 
event I think that's ever happened in Marvel history, which would be the Secret Wars two. Which um, Jerry curl? Yeah, it, the it, Jerry curl but, isn't natural anymore. Right. <laughs> well, it's especially not natural on a white man. But he, um, the the thing about this, did he just snap? Girl, <laughs> the um, the the thing about this book, he, um, he talks about how the Beyonder was a mutated inhuman. Mm-hmm. What? But, uh, that's what I said. That was a tone but, unlike what? <laughs> yeah, that was like dogs are yeah, yeah, right what? now. <laughs> Shut his yeah. head, no! <laughs> Sal, I've never heard you make a sound like that before. Sorry. Yeah, I, and basically since since I read this, I've not been able to let go but, of my rage. Yeah, but, I, 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 this was spoiled for me, spoiled for me by a, a different podcast, not you guys, sorry. Um, and when I heard that, I have not read this book. I read issue one and thought this is crap and tossed it aside. Here's the thing. I love Bendis on a personal level. I would love to hang out with the guy, have a beer with him, and talk to him, because I think he's hilarious. I don't want to read his stuff. But when I heard what, what happened to the Beyonder... <laughs> There's a way to get that beer. That's <laughs> way. Thanks. I'm like, Beyonder? Mutated inhuman? What? Well, see, yeah, but... What were you smoking, not, and uh, why didn't you pass it? That's that's not definite in it, though. The, it's it, This this issue is... Uh, there's uh, some things that are left... I think it's pretty definite. No, yeah, it's not. You're left like wondering. wondering. No, because oh, here's no. the thing. That I think you're left wondering in it. Like, is this just a whole game that the Beyond? But the playing? thing, the That's thing that bothers like me, because at the end it draws out. They have that whole ending where uh, spoilers, but where it, it it pulls out from his eye. Right. It's just like, and he's looking right at us. Like he's just played a trick on these. Yeah, guys but the thing that bothers sure. me, the thing that bothers me about it, did though, you finish is, the book? I understand. <laughs> I under you, you can retcon. So it's a halfway retcon where maybe it's a uh, in, uh, a mutant inhuman, but then you've retconned something almost for the sake of the mechanics of that story that you're telling. Yeah. Like you're telling it just because that book and the things that happen in that book well, can't that's the happen. Same problem you had with bullet points. Like a device, like a weak. Yeah, device. I mean, like it's just like within the context of that book. Now you've changed well, that's, some sort that's of the rule. Whole, that's to the make whole that point with work. Illuminati is that you're you're shoehorning in these these in between moments with these. Well, yeah, but I, I think sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Sure, sometimes, yeah. like yeah. in this I case, it it sort of throws you off a bit because you get to the end and you realize you sort of you've sort of read this very contained thing. That nothing, this might not affect any other story ever to happen again. Mm-hmm. But you've read this story where it's obvious that they made a very definite switch at some point, but the switch was only to carry out a mechanic later in the story. And but I think it works in the first judge? two issues. Yeah, you know, I mean, but I mean, it's that's ob- almost like looking at the book and trying to find but that's the honest, flaw that's with it. That's honestly reading it, and that's my reaction because mm-hmm, sure. I know what it was, and I know that when they made the switch, they made the switch purposely because I know because I know what it was previously. Yeah, so you can't have I mean, it what, both what, what, ways what? if you're writing it, though. You huh. can't switch it and then say, um, if you remember it, forget it, you know. You can't well, no, write I, it that I, way. I, yeah. I mean, one of the whole points, it seems, of this book is to take events that we've all, that anyone who's been reading the Marvel Universe books for, for decades, these are all events that, that we will know. And so, in... Uh, the point of it is to sort of take these events and and shine a different kind of light on it, a different perspective yeah. on it. Yeah. Say this is a little, 
you know, you didn't see everything while it was happening because how can you? You never do, you know, throughout whatever, whether it's a any moment in or history or, any, or yeah. whatever. You never see everything that happens. So, so we're going to give you an angle, a new angle on it. That's a little bit but different and provides different kinds of information and maybe puts you off center and off kilter and it knocks you off. See, I, thought, your I just thought it was bit, sort of interesting because like. it, like it took off balance it took like one of like fire, like man. Eric this said one of the damn. shittiest <laughs> Marvel yeah. events ever, Secret Wars two, and, and it actually made it yeah and made, it made yeah, something more interesting out of the original event. The thing with the different angle, but the thing with this is not a good story. I liked it. I the thing with the different angle thing though is then the first two Illuminati issues. What I enjoyed was the way they approached taking the different angle was taking events and not necessarily switching what you had thought beforehand necessarily mm. they just showed you with a more subtle writing touch like how to look at something a little bit different Girl, and this was right. the first right. time that when I read it in the three issues that I was like oh they switched this this is this now and then 20 pages later that switch feeds into the climax of the story bitch you are so right but and that's what bothered switch? me but, no, I can well, see your point because yeah. it was the whole thing with. I mean, what you're talking about is yeah. is him being a mutated uh, in human, yeah, and, and because of, of that, they he had to have that point in the story for the story to work. He knelt. Yeah, he had to change that McGuffin, for the boys. for the. Why is that? Why isn't that a MacGuffin? Exactly. That's what they're chasing yeah. down when the real story is something quite different. But I mean, the I first two issues, the first yeah. two issues yeah. weren't like that. Though. I'm you, John. No, I see. I I mean, I didn't hate it or love it. John, I'm just saying what I think about the fucking book. There's no right or wrong answer. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand why you feel it needs to that that because the first two, the first two books, because that's what I was expecting when I bought the. Fucking well, book, but I think that's <laughs> that's an expectation of where you think and the story is going. And that's why I said I didn't like isn't it. Isn't the challenge of the writer to actually give you a surprise? You don't have to like the surprise. You have to like where it's going. And I didn't. And that's, and that's why I'm cool. saying no, the, the, the death sentence is sassy. Yeah. Yeah. The fucking <laughs> ghost of Suntress wants me to like it, and I don't. You are a member of the house of well, I, because I like this game, boy. I, I am able to try and just get too too like insane about this one issue, but I'd like to go kind of back to why Eric because uh, like Richard I didn't love it I didn't, I didn't, you. I didn't understand the concept no, the top of the stack I, I didn't love the book <laughs> I didn't hate the book I thought it was okay. I, yeah. It was of the three Illuminati yeah, issues, it was probably the weakest. Yeah. I, I agree with like but, but, but you hated it. I mean, I you hated absolutely it. hated it. I, I didn't even read it. I just, I just hated the concept of the Beyonder being a mutated and human. I thought, what's the problem with him being this cosmic, all-powerful See, I being? I don't get what that. Of the Beyonder just being. What is the Beyonder? He's I hate from the beyond. fucking Beyonder. Why did they even write a story? Girl. <laughs> Fuck it, we're not. <laughs> well, see, but that's but that's what I thought was kind of interesting to me. What I liked about it was that it did took it took this stupid character yeah. of the Beyonder. Yes. And at least it ma- to me that Maybe issue is better than any Secret War two issue. Yes. You know, I I so at least I mean at the very least. Well, that's it did like that. getting a punch in the face is better than getting kicked in the groin. Right. Well, <laughs> Well, I, I found myself thinking, like, well, this mutated inhuman built a planet and brought Galactus there. And I, Bring me the gold. It's like I'm I'm in a race between geeky and faggy right now. So I apologize to all the listeners. But the, um, the so the logic the of him having the ability to do these things because he's a mutant. Well, that's what you had the biggest problem with. I have no opinion. We know Scotty. Scotty <laughs> doesn't care. Scotty. I don't <laughs> read comics, man. Yeah. I like ponies. <laughs> People more. This just in. <laughs> I, just, I haven't said it 
one. I told you. Nerd alert. Where's someone else's top of the stack? All right. Dave Wachter. Yes. What did you hate? Oh, I mean... <laughs> Oh, Going I hated that book. concept of top of the stack, I chose a book that I most appreciated this week. <laughs> but what I chose this week was a book called Strange Embrace from Image Comics by David Hine with Bob Steen and Comic Craft. And basically, what well, just to set up what this is, is that David Hine had apparently. Uh, um, produced this before in, it, in a black and white form and I think in a graphic novel form. And now it's being uh, re-released in color uh, through image in, uh, what is it, eight? Issue yeah, one of eight. eight so eight issues. And this is a... Yeah, that's an interesting concept. Come out, with the, yeah. come out with the graphic novel and then yeah. release it as single issues? Yeah. Release it as well, I think it had been... I think I don't know when it had been released. I think it had been mm-hmm. some time had passed, and, and I don't know how wide of a release it really got when it was originally came out. So, you know, whatever. But uh, uh, this is a, uh, a horror book, but it's not a um, bloody horror book. It's a psychological <coughs> horror which is the kind of horror that I really like. Kind of like, thriller. This, the, the, kind of like this episode like of Around Comics. Kind of like this episode <laughs> of Around Fucking psychological comics, thriller. Yes. And <laughs> the anger. Good God. Yeah, essentially we have this uh, a young boy who's having strange dreams and sees this this strange man in them, and then he has to... <laughs> ghost of Suntress. The Ghost of Suntress. <laughs> With a strange Mama, embrace. Mama, can you hear me? I'm, I'm just going to keep doing that every time. You know, Tom keeps talking over me. Sorry. And... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Tom. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> this might I, I w- be the last show. I will. This this will this will be. And uh, and it's it's just basically a dark, a very atmospheric psychological horror book. Uh, I would say the art is sort of s- simplistic, maybe in a Mignola kind of vein. Although you would have to see it yourself in order to look at it. Well, unfortunately, it's got a really great website you can go to and see. It's probably... StrangerBrace.com? I think so. But it's a pretty cool website. It's almost like a, a, a sort of a video game website where they give you a... They show you a whole room and you have to pass the cursor over the objects oh. to figure out where, That's you know, and you click night. on it and it'll show you previews and stuff like that. And there's a lot of previews online you can see of it if you want to check it out. Um, about this kid who has some sort of connection with uh, another guy who has uh, some sort of psychological uh, mind powers and who latches onto this kid and starts showing him things. And it's just really a nice, in-depth... It seems like it's also going to be very tightly plotted. Uh, like, you know, the writer uh, knew what was going to happen at the end and was able to build all of the events up. and Well, yeah, because he put the trade out already. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> when he originally wrote it, maybe. But, yeah, it's it's great. Uh, it's it's a, I think it's a beautiful-looking book, and I love the art, and it really it's a great first issue, and I think people should go out and get it. It's actually a little frightening and weird. Ooh, nice. So, it's weird. I'm going to check it out. You know, whenever yeah. you've got, whenever you've got a, a, a weird white-haired man... Feeding, uh, give offering uh, mushrooms 
to a psychedelic a children <laughs> mushrooms to a, to a child. That's that's good yeah. stuff. No, the, the only thing that and I was talking about the <laughs> only thing that threw me off a little is that you could li- you could tell just a little bit yeah. that necessarily the break wasn't natural necessarily in no, the story. Not like, like a natural cliffhanger. Yeah, like not which isn't a horrible thing, but it might throw off. Like if you're reading it, Mr. expect Critical. to read. Hypercritical it's, Tom. It's, yeah. it, it's eight <laughs> issues, and it's an eight-issue story, so when you get to the end of the first eight, you're not going to have a huge cliffhanger at that end of that issue. So when you get to the end, don't be like, oh, where's my payoff for this? Although it, it, it kind of takes you on this... Yeah. It's, uh, it, it is sort of like a a weird... I don't know. It's got a Twilight zone aspect to yeah. it, where it's... It's, it's like a like, story within a story. Yeah, it has too. stories within a sto- within stories, and it has these weird little flashbacks no. that inform upon yeah. uh, things that are going on now. And no uh, I recommend it. All right, or there pick up go. the trade, I guess too. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I guess if it's if it's available, I don't know if it is but available. that's the thing. Yeah. I think maybe one of the reasons that this is being maybe put out is isn't. because it's not available. Yeah, and it's and it's in color now, and the colors are really nice. I like the and um, it brings a nice like mood and atmosphere. It's yellow. It. I like the yellow border. Yeah, they yeah. do. Uh, instead of white around the panels, it's more like aged paper. That is cool. So, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, my top of the sack is the re-release of Fear Agent. Boo! I don't know. We're oh. just getting angry, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Fuck great. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. This is the Revenger's the a fag. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh! I'm sorry. I, I take that. Oh. We're gonna have to take Rick, Rick sent me down. a very nice email about you guys today. Uh, you know what? For that joke yeah. to work, we really need an editor's note so that everybody <laughs> yeah. can understand where that comes go from. Back to right, right, right. Yeah, go back to it. Go back to it. Yeah, Rick was a guest on uh, uh, Comic Book Queers. Go back and, uh, and listen, listen to, to our that. interview with us. Yes, yes. He's which funny. which you was could very cut good. Cut that sexual tension with a knife. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this is uh, Fear Agent uh, number one. This is the first issue from Dark Horse. Fear Agent, of course. Uh, used to be over at Image, and uh, they did uh, two trades worth of of stories there. Uh, decided to move to Dark Horse, and Free Agent is now going to be a continuing series of miniseries. And this yeah. is issue one of four of the art called The Last Goodbye. And this is, I guess, kind of an origin story. Did of, you notice on the Houston? inside cover what it said? It said tw- number 12 of the continuing series. Oh, well, there you go. Just I would throw that okay. in. Interesting idea. It is, of course, uh, written by Rick, Rick Remender. The original artist, Tony Moore, is back for penciling duties. Andy Parks is ably doing inks, and I really like Andy's inks over Tony's stuff. Uh, Lee Lowridge is the colorist, and Russ Wooten did letters. Uh, if you are familiar with Fear Agent at all, you'll know the story of Heath Houston as an outer space uh, ranger who is uh, hot on the heels of alien invaders. He's a two-fisted man of action. Going- Family man. Yes. In this story. In, in, in this is. story. In the past. Um, yeah, uh, the Last Goodbye is the uh, the story of, of Keith Houston and how he became a fear agent. You go back to um, his pre-fear agent days in Texas. and Truck driver. Uh, yep. And, Driving uh, them trucks in Texas. And it's the story of uh, the first alien invasion on Earth, and, and we'll... Uh, Eventually, lead to uh, he's uh, fear agent. Did you read? Uh, you read 
probably write his his letter uh, yeah. right after yeah. the yes, story the where he great. talks about. I, I thought that was great. It's, yeah, it's like how how would aliens really regard the Earth? Would they come here with peaceful intentions? They come to or fuck would they us act up. like the way uh, any civilization has done when they go to a land and they think yeah. they come across a a uh, more primitive or less advanced they civilization? Take it over. Where they they, they it. take it over. Yeah, you know, that's was, what happens. That's there, what would happen. There were two things about this issue I loved. There was the fact that if you had not read Fear Agent previously, yeah. you fine. could completely pick this up because this is literally the origin story of the character. So mm-hmm. if you pick this up, you're not missing anything really. You're picking up just at the beginning. And there's a moment where when he comes back from driving his... You've seen... If you've read the previous Fear Agent issues, you've mm-hmm. seen how this fits into the chronology. Mm-hmm. And there's a bit of a joke for people who've already read it where uh, he's like, oh, I've got blood on me from helping my dad fix the truck, but if you've read the previous issues, you know where he really got that mm-hmm. blood from in between mm-hmm. a scuffle a scuffle and, him and his old man yeah, which, fight. <laughs> yeah, but if it doesn't ruin it it's just like a little bit of a wink Nod, wink, people. wink, yeah, nod, nod. Bit of a nod. I would like to, to thank you, Tom, because I had actually forgotten that. Yeah, oh, and it's really you. cool. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just, I'm like, what's he talking about? And then he says it. No, oh yeah, <laughs> the previous flashback. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> one of the things I love in, in the letters that uh, is that Rick talks about uh, kind of like you know comics of old and how there aren't really that many war comics out. Yeah, he described this one as a war comic. Yeah. which I, which was different. Mm-hmm. It's not how he described the past issues. Yeah, he, he says there there seem to be fewer and fewer war comics being produced as the years progress, with exception to notable entries by Garth Ennis and Joe Kubert. I'm at a loss to recall any. Perhaps this is part of the alien's plot. Whatever uh, whatever the cause, it's a shame. From Two-Fisted Tales to Enemy Ace to Haunted Tank to Sergeant Rock, War Tales have a rich history in American comics and should be loved by all good-hearted men and women. And uh, he references uh, you know, EC Comics I think from the very beginning whenever we talked with Tony and Rick about this, uh, like Wizard World 2005, Rick always described this as a two-fisted man of action, which really harkens back to those great EC stories, you know, weird science and, and, weird and science. two-fisted tales. So uh, I think it is it is a great reintroduction of Fear Age, and I'm so glad that the series has uh, survived to go to a different publisher, and uh, it looks like they really have a game plan to really kind of take that BPRD model and come out with continuing limited series. And uh, and I know that uh, Rick and Tony are both really proud of, of this issue in this series. So um, if you haven't checked out Fear Agent, this is a great issue to jump on. If you do like this issue and you haven't read it before, I would also suggest going back and getting the uh, the first two Fear Agent trades, which are now uh, available. I think <coughs> they've been released by Dark Horse and uh, in case the uh, or not in case um, um, even though the original issues came out through Image. So Fear Agent number one of four. The last goodbye is my top of the stack. I like the aliens. Aliens were yeah. awesome. Tony's aliens are great. They don't because uh, it's like after like H.R. Geiger's alien, you know. Oh yeah, it's every like every like alien looks like that or like some spider creature. And it's like Tony's some stuff doesn't look anything. It's like a fucking blob in a helmet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? and I'm I love eat the shit out of you. <laughs> I love that. So. Have and, and and yeah, you're gonna get sweet. Did he get fucked uh, with the tentacle in that issue? <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, almost. Yeah, back cover. Almost. almost. It was yeah. close. Almost. It was touching. And the back cover. Back cover. Shane White, friend of the show. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Shane's a terrific artist. We talked about him last week, and he's 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 an awesome guy too. So, um, I guess I'll go. Uh, Stevie, why don't you go? What do you got? Go ahead. 
My top of the stack. Yes, Daddy. I, I'm, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull up. Remember last time I was here and I said if you wanted to hear my top of the stack? Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. But I'm gonna pull a Chris, and my top of the stack isn't really a comic. Oh. But it is. Television shows? Dream girls. <laughs> You're such a fag. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> but those of you listening right now who are breeders, do not use that word. Um, breeders. My top of the stack is Wrath of the Titans. Have you oh, heard I haven't read that yet. I haven't. Yeah. Uh, I and the reason why, it, it, it was all just moments of synchronicity for me this weekend. On Friday, I went to Virgin Megastore. They were having a big $10 sale. I bought Clash of the Titans. Nice. <laughs> On Sunday, I watched the movie. On Wednesday, read Teen I found the comic book oh. and bought it, but had no idea that they were actually related. And it is actually a five-year-later continuation of, of Clash, Clash of the, of the Titans. Titans. Yes, it is, sir. Sweet! Yeah, no. I, was, I was excited. It, but I got a little thrown by the art. Because, uh, uh, what is what is her name? Theta and Hera, they're these, like, Bitch and big booby bimbos now. So you guys are gonna love this. But Wasn't Maggie Smith. <laughs> Maggie Smith was Theta. The yeah, thought yeah. Of her with massive tits freaks me out yeah. and makes me gayer. <laughs> uh, more gay. Even more gay. Especially if it was the Maggie Smith from Hook. Oh. But yeah. <laughs> but other than that, other was than it that, good? It, it's, was it, the was whole it? idea of of it's it is pretty good actually. It's kind of intriguing. There, there's a nice cliffhanger at the end where you kind of know who's the baddie in it who's going to be coming around but it's I want to see more the Kraken <laughs> that was oh, Tom's Kraken earlier no. they threw a quarter in it oh. <laughs> it was a nickel and wait till you get home oh. uh, but I, I, I'm actually also I was more intrigued by the ad for the Sinbad comic coming out in the back because I thought the artwork in that looked really Sinbad cool. the comic? Yeah, it was, it was very yeah, Sinbad the house sitter. Yes. <laughs> I love that movie. House guest the comic. Don't forget about nice. it all the way. I've, you know, Sinbad just hasn't had enough play in yeah. the last decade. Necessary roughness. <laughs> nice. Oh. Necessary roughness the comic book. Poor Sinbad. That's a little Scott Bakula. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I actually yes. picked that up and I hadn't read it yet. And I didn't know that it had anything to do with Clash of the I, I didn't either until I cracked it up. I wonder, I mean, is it, like, an actual, like, legal... Yeah, well, uh, Ray Harryhausen is... Uh, I mean, if you look at the, the, the title, the, on the front of the cover, it says Ray Harryhausen Presents. Oh, okay. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. so, and That's they have some cool. really cool Ray Harryhausen uh, sketches canon. in the back. Awesome. Now we're going to look at the remake of... Cl now they're going to remake Clash of the Titans because they remake every other fucking movie. That well, after I was made. watching it, I thought to That's myself... That's one that would actually be a good one. Yeah, they probably would actually like would do a remake cool. of this. Yeah. Yeah. That would be an awesome But you're not, you're not going to get a cute, young, tan Harry Hamlin. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. There is no such thing as a cute Harry Hamlin. Oh, <laughs> Watch Clash of the Titans Clash of the Titans again, my yeah. friend. Well, like, like, come on. Have any idea how many times you've seen that snap, movie? Snap, And then making love. Making love. You guys ought to get your own show. Yeah, I, You're on it! <laughs> I wouldn't do Harry Hamlin with somebody else's. He's Be Arthur's man. dick. <laughs> I stole that joke. <laughs> oh, oh, Sal, save us. Uh, What's your top of the stack? Arthur's dick. The ghost of Centrist just uh, <laughs> reached out of the ground. And um, got sassy. I had two books that I, I really enjoyed. One book. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out which one I enjoyed more. I'm, I'm going to go with um, the uh, Avengers: The Initiative, number three, which I've been I like didn't expect to like that book at all. Um, I really have not been thrilled with Civil War and the whole Iron Man is a Shield guy and the Initiative. I, I really didn't have any uh, expectation to enjoy that book. But Dan Slott's I th I think has done a nice job on that book. A much 
the book has become much more than I thought it would be. There was better stories and more interesting characters, um, and it's just a, kind of like a fun superhero book, but with a bit more than that behind it. We all knew Dan so, Slott was a good writer, but yeah, he has yeah. a little bit more substance. Yeah, to it. absolutely, yeah. and 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 it's still got you know sort of his funny you know stuff in it, but the characters are much more intriguing, and you know I didn't expect to like any of them. I, I didn't expect to care. You figure you come up with a bunch of new young. You know, hotshot superheroes that probably aren't going to be around for very long, and yeah. you just wouldn't give a shit about them. But they've actually become interesting characters, and I'm. And the the last one was um was more of a singular story on one character called Komodo, who it turns out actually was a student of um, uh, Con Doctor Connors, the lizard, the original lizard, and uh, perfected his serum for herself and became this creature called Komodo. Um, but she's in control of it, unlike him. He, she, he, that's how she perfected it. And so they take her out of this class, and they send her in the field to go after Spider-Man. Um, and I don't want to get too much into the rest of what happens in the story, but really, that's sort of the surface of it. The rest of it's really what I found more interesting, because it has to do with um, what S.H.I.E.L.D. is trying to do to uh, like the next step in the initiative and taking care of here or taking care of people that are unlicensed that won't stop using their powers and what they're willing to do next. Um, if you read in She-Hulk, you have seen what's happened with her, um, and, it, and it has to do with the same uh, technology. Fascist. So they're, they're going after Spider-Man the same way, and then at the very end we get another surprise of something that harkens back to the original Civil War and Spider-Man and, and Iron Man and everything. So I just thought it was it was a good issue. Um, uh, in in a series of three good issues, and it, it was m- way more than I ever expected. Who does the art on that? God, I don't even know off the top of my head. Yeah, uh, actually, I'm not a fan of the art on that book. That's why I kind of why I dropped it. I, I read the first issue and enjoyed the story, but I wasn't a fan Who of the draws art. It? So. I, I don't I don't know off the top of my head. I don't have it. it. I don't have it in front of me. If somebody wants to run <laughs> yeah, and go grab it, somebody internet. Google. Um, my internet's down. But. Um, but it is really like I said, like you said. I mean, Dan Slott, you know, I mean, he's done the the you know he did the She-Hulk and the funny stuff, and and he's really good at that. But this was uh, um, something a bit bit different and, and kind of stretching his. I'm I'm guessing that Dan Slott is going to be on a much higher profile book here real soon. No more fixing copiers. No more <laughs> fixing copiers. I think I think Dan but Slott's going to. But he's damn good at that too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my, my 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 guess is. Uh, if you uh, if you recall what he did for Free Comic Book Day, I think that is going to yeah. be his new book. So that's just, I just agree. a guess. I think so too. Just a guess. Uh, Spider Man. Spider Man. So secretive. Oh. I think I think don't he's be gonna, so coy. I think he's going to take. Yellow jacket. I think, he, I think he's going to take over after Struzinski's gone. But we'll uh, see. My well, other top of the stack. I just want to mention. <sighs> is, well, since we have time, we're waiting for Tom. Uh, Punisher Max. Uh, oh, Garth Ennis, and uh, I just think I wish that. Uh, Garth Ennis would write the next Punisher movie because it's, I mean, you take any of the arcs of the Punisher Max series and any one of them would be a better movie than that oh, than any Punisher movie that's I've been made I've only ever read uh, the Barracuda one which I liked a lot. It was, the art yeah. was awesome. It was, it was awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Up, up, is, up is down, was, Black is White would be an awesome yeah. movie. An awesome I movie. See, I haven't read any of the others, but I, the, I, the I other, Barracuda and I the loved bar- it and uh, Punisher was hardly even in it. He, could, they, yeah. he didn't even have to be in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mother Russia was a great arc. The regular Punisher stuff is a little less sort of over the top than the Barracuda. Oh, um, 
I liked it. Oh, I liked it too. I, I really liked the Barracuda, but I, I almost feel guilty from reading it because it's just like so. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it's just like. All right, well, while well, I and I think they're waiting for the John initiative. All right. Well, anyway, now John and Tom are over there yeah, talking about. All right. Well, anyway, uh, edited in All right. Well, those are top of the stacks. <laughs> there but you know. now it's time oh, for. Uh, Future stacks. Oh, good. Well, it's a look future, at, why do you call it? It's not future stacks. Future stacks. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I do that just to annoy you. Anyway, um, this is uh, in three days. These are uh, how far in the future. These are these are some books that are coming out this week. I didn't pick them this week, so if you don't like the picks, blame him. Uh, just a few things to keep uh, keep your eye out for. Uh, from Dark Horse Comics, uh, BPRD, Garden of Souls, number four of five, be out this week. Uh, from DC Comics, DMZ, number twenty, ah. Fables, number sixty-two, Jack Kirby's Fourth World Omnibus, Volume Ooh. One, is going to be out. That's so if a you, good deal for fifty bucks. Yeah, if you got a, a lot. Stuff. A spare uh, forty nine ninety nine. You may want to take a look at that. Uh, Stormwatch PhD oh, number eight. It's yeah, it's not all of it. It's just volume. One. Yeah, it's volume just the, the first volume. Uh, yeah, Stormwatch PhD, which uh, in our uh, comics under the radar episode, I think we all agree that that is is one that more people should be checking out. From Image Comics, Elephant Men Pilot will be out this week. That's uh, now that is not the first of the War Toys, right? No, it's something completely separate. I believe it's just a one-shot. Okay. Uh, I have no idea. Elephant Man has about nice nine different... Yeah, yeah. yeah. don't try and follow yeah, any type yeah. of continuity. They, they all pick it up and read yeah, it. They, they all kind of work on their own. Uh, coming out from Marvel Comics, a Blade number 10. If you haven't picked up Blade yet, shame on you. Pick it up before it's canceled. It's too late. It's you already canceled. Yeah, you, got two, you got two more issues. So uh, I'm on this list twice. Yeah. You are? Oh, Cable Deadpool. Well, gee, I won, I won, What's the cover I of wonder, the, You love me. I wonder why I put Cable Deadpool me. on What's there. What's on the cover of 41? Do you remember doing it? I know you did it a while ago. It's on, I think it's Wolverine. Wolverine. Of course, we're on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> Wolverine Deadpool. Nice. Yeah. There, there's, there's a seller right there. Uh, new X-Men number 39. Scotty, is it, is it, is it pretty? Sweet. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's okay. It's, on this issue, um, on the first issue on 38, uh, Marvel wanted me to have an inker to go a little faster, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, it ended up being a little quicker for me, so I, I'm back on my own inks again after that one little issue hiatus. So uh, I'm a little bit more, not that the, ink, the inker was bad at all, but I was e- able to put my mind at rest a little bit and be... Be a little bit more comfortable with because uh, you're control freak. I am, yes, yes. <laughs> Huge ego uh, just, control freak. Just say it. Yeah. So new X Men number thirty nine uh, by Mr. Young here. Uh, Fallen Sun, Death of Captain America, Spider Man. It's going to be out. Uh, new Avengers number thirty one, and this is the one that uh, uh, we found out who Ronan is. No, oh. no, but <laughs> damn, but Marvel did alert, Marvel alerted retailers to over order on this. Apparently, there's deal ever since there was a big deal. I don't know if it's going to be a Death of Captain America type big story, but Marvel has been pretty on the nose about about alerting retailers when big things are going to happen. So, hey, last time they didn't, everybody bitched. So exactly. So fun. Uh, Punisher War Journal number eight, World War Hulk number one of five. Finally, Submariner number one. Ah, another Submariner series. And uh, wrapping things up from Devil's Due Publishing. Tim Seeley's Hex Slash number two. Can I, so, can I make a request? Sure. For a future stack? Is there, mm-hmm. Could you put some more trades? 
Yeah, because I'm more interested in knowing what trades are coming out. Okay, me yeah, personally. Sure, we could do that. I think that'd that's be a great. good suggestion. Amazon.com. Yeah. All right, so that's our future stacks. Uh, got a couple listener emails here. Sal, what's our first one? Uh, I said, hey, I just started listening to the podcast. I'm only on episode 10 right now, and I really enjoy the discussion. The only problem I have is that I listen to the show at work, which primarily consists of driving, and I'm not able to note comic titles, artists, and creators that are discussed on the show. Still, I'd love to look them up. Is there any way to add these things to the episode summaries you have posted on the site? Nothing... Detail. Nothing detailed. Maybe just listing each listing each person's top shelf or top of the stack top picks shelf. and suggested titles artists to check out uh, that were covered in each episode. If something like this already exists, and I just haven't found it yet, uh, then could you put me in the right direction and disregard this email? Thanks. Loving the show so far. Looking forward to hearing past and future discussions. Jason. Jason, just go to scottyyoung.com. You'll, <laughs> you'll be good. You'll be good. First of all, Jason, thank you for uh, starting from the beginning, I guess. Uh, Ten down, 98 to go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. And, if, I and Scotty, I swear to God, it's called uh, pulling a Scotty Young now. <laughs> you listen to every Fucking episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a hard way to go because those are the ones not to listen to our first four. We do all the time. Yeah, we took our first three off the feed. The first three. But Jason and for everyone else out there that wants to go back and find our our old top of the stacks and old show notes, I can't tell you exactly what, but there is something coming. Well, um, we do have. Um, we, we were doing it for a while. I was mm-hmm. keeping up with uh, with top of yes. the stacks and listing yes. it on the site, um, and then uh, we kind of fell off from that. But there is something that's going to come way. out on its way. Um, uh, Details to follow. Yeah, and it'll have a lot of information. <laughs> All right, uh, there are some other ways to interact with the show, Sal. Why don't you tell folks about becoming friends of the program? Uh, join our friends of the program. Go to our site. You can download the. LCS Challenge Flyer. Ask your uh, LCS manager or owner if they'll display it in the store, or just put it up yourself when they're not looking. Yeah. Uh, if they do, send us an email. We'll mention it. You and the store on the show as well. Put a post uh, post a link of it on our site. Become a friend of the program today. Also today, you should go visit us at other places such as Comic Space, which is www.comicspace.com slash around comics or MySpace, www.myspace.com slash around comics or uh, visit us at whatever social networking site we don't know about and are yeah. on because we're not young and cool. Harry you, can take me up on, you can take me up Rolling on my <laughs> personal favorite, which is leaving us an iTunes music review. Special thanks to Spencer Douglas, The Exclaimer, The Glass Piano, Adam DeMars, and AJM Cinema. Terry Gross, I'm expecting one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did I throw everyone on? Prepper. Uh, join our Prepper map. We had some people join. Uh, Paradiddle, who's a longtime listener, but I guess he. Mm-hmm. Maps are great. Uh, he's from El Cerrito, California. He said, Was great to meet you all in April. Keep up the awesome work. Well, thank you. Uh, Jun Bob Kim from Longview, Texas. Some funny stuff you guys got going in on your show. Guys, nice. nice. This next Texas. one's interesting. Yeah. Dustman from Roseburg, Oregon says, "My wife is a as a, a oh, big what? comic fan as I am." Well, now, All right. What is he trying to get from us? He's bragging. Yeah, my wife. Yeah, it's Hold like on. a brag. It's like he's bragging. Your wife and girlfriends don't like comics. Mine does. Uh, and then, uh, we got, then we have one from John uh, Ship 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 or Ship A from Glendale, California that says. Uh, 
Beeblemorph. <laughs> <laughs> There's Chad from Traverse City, Michigan. That is the hometown of uh, one Mr. Jeffrey Brown, correct? Isn't that Traverse City? No, that's not Traverse City. I thought he grew up here. Grand Rapids. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Grand Rapids. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, thank you, Around Comics, for keeping your stick on the ice. I'll put my stick Big somewhere. Well. Well. And Chris from Roanoke, Virginia, said, totally digging Around Comics. Keep up the great work, guys. You know what else we're doing great? It's called a website. Check it out. And all the great things that we offer. Search for the best man. comic book news, reviews, and opinions. We are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network. Find more great podcasts. Podcast at comicspodcasts.com. Just so everyone is aware, we post next week's topic on Tuesdays at a form at www.aroundcomics.com. Let's keep it going. We'd like to thank Borders for sponsoring the episode in an effort to help mice thrive. Despite dangerous predatory attacks, the Mouse Guard was formed. In this first volume, the Guard discovers a traitor in its midst. Get your copy of the handsomely illustrated Mouse Guard by David Peterson at your local Borders. Borders is your home for the newest graphic novels. Find a store near you at borderstores.com. You know what isn't a dot-com? The Hero hero Initiative. You know why? Because it's good for people. Yeah, it's dot org. (laughs) We are proud to help support the Hero Initiative. Hero creates a financial safety net for yesterday's creators who need emergency medical aid, financial support for essentials of life, and avenue back into paying work. It's a chance for all of us to give back something to the people who have given us so much enjoyment. For more information, visit www.heroinitiative.org, which means they have a little halo around their head. Unlike companies, which are evil. <laughs> uh, or a call 310-909-0978-09. And remember to take us up on our Be a this Hero contest. Me. Thank you to everyone that Mother. has donated so far. Mother. We are almost at our $500 um, goal. So keep giving. We appreciate it. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us today. Steve, Eric. Yeah, I'm looking at the wrong people. Elect- I want to thank Thomas Edison for the electricity that allowed us to record. Uh, real quick, come for queers. What do you guys have coming up? Yeah. God, what do we have coming up? We have an episode oh. coming up. I'm really delighted by this. An episode all mm-hmm. about smut. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be in it. You are in it. Yeah. Actually, get, you are get smart. starring. Tom I'm in it. All right. Crossover episode soon. We need to do one. We did, isn't, oh, isn't that, that what this was? I, yeah. What? No. Oh, I'm you want to come to our place? Yeah. Oh, gross. Fuck <laughs> you. I want to go to Candyland. Is that where you guys take <laughs> Candyland? The meetup right. back, fucker. <laughs> Thanks to Dave like Wachter, as always. <laughs> Tom, Sal. Microphone. Have a good couple days. Yeah. I'm so tired. I yeah, love you guys. You know why you're tired? Because it's like you fucking Get out of one my in house. the goddamn morning. <laughs> it's fucking 3 a.m. People are tired at one in the morning. We have the seance at midnight for Sundress's ghost. Have a wonderful couple days. We'll be back on Thursday with our talk uh, about the Savannah College of Art and Design and their sequential art program. We'll have Professor Jeremy Mullins and a couple graduate students along for our discussion there. In the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in and around comics. like to suggest a topic, send us your comments, or are interested in becoming a panel member, email us at info at aroundcomics.com or visit the contact us section of our website. 
Music for the show provided by the Podshow Podsafe Music Network. Music.podshow.com. Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and do not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Thank you for listening today, and remember to join us next time when the panel will change, but our mission will stay the same. Bringing you the very best news, reviews, and opinions in and around comics. Around Comics is a Pipe Dream production. Copyright 2007. All rights reserved. Love your face. Yeah.